Hello, and welcome to the sci Security Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 18th of January, 2021. In InfoSec news this week, cybersecurity firm Malwarebytes confirmed that the threat actor behind the SolarWinds supply chain attack were able to gain access to some company emails. In a statement issued by the company, they said, while Malwarebytes does not use SolarWinds, we, like many other companies, were recently targeted by the same threat actor. We can confirm the existence of another intrusion vector, which works by abusing applications with privileged access to Microsoft Office 365 and Azure environments. After extensive investigation, we determined the attacker only gained access to a limited subset of internal company emails. Malwarebytes went on to add that the company did not find evidence of a compromise or unauthorized access to internal production or on-premises environments. The threat actor behind the SolarWinds hack is being most widely tracked as Stellar Particle, or Dark Halo, and is likely a Russian-backed advanced persistent threat group, according to a joint statement issued by the FBI, CISA, ODNI and the NSA earlier this month. Malwarebytes discovered that the threat actor that coordinated the SolarWinds hack used applications with privileged access to infiltrate the company's Microsoft Office 365 and Azure environments. Quoting the advisory, We received information from the Microsoft Security Response Center on December 15th about suspicious activity from a third-party application in our Microsoft Office 365 tenant consistent with the tactics, techniques and procedures of the advanced persistent threat actor involved in the SolarWinds attacks. The investigation indicates the attackers leveraged a dormant email protection product within our Office 365 tenant which allowed access to a limited subset of internal company emails but we do not use Azure Cloud services in our production environments. The company further reiterated that Malwarebytes software is safe to use given that a thorough analysis of all Malwarebytes source code, build and delivery processes did not reveal any signs of unauthorized access or compromise. The SolarWinds hackers also reportedly targeted Malwarebytes administrative and service credentials by adding a self-signed certificate with credentials to the Microsoft Graph Service principal account. This later allowed them to authenticate using this key and make API calls to request emails via MS Graph. Malwarebytes is now the fourth cybersecurity firm targeted by the SolarWinds attackers after Microsoft and FireEye confirmed their systems were infiltrated and CrowdStrike disclosed a failed attack attempt. In closing, Malwarebytes said, While we have learned a lot of information in a relatively short period of time, there is much more yet to be discovered about this long and active campaign that has infected so many high-profile targets. It is imperative that security companies continue to share information which can help the greater industry in times like this, particularly such as new and complex attacks often associated with nation-state actors. Automated probes for servers containing a severe vulnerability in SAP software have been detected just over a week after a working exploit was published online. This vulnerability, tracked as CVE-2020-6207, is a bug in SAP Solution Manager, also known as Solman, specifically version 7.2. The vulnerability has been awarded a CVSS score of 10, the highest severity rating available, and is caused by a missing authentication check. Solman is a centralized application used to manage on-premise, hybrid, and cloud IT systems. While describing the bug at Black Hat USA back in August, Researchers called the application the technical heart of the SAP landscape. Solman's end-user experience monitoring function contained the authentication issue in question. 
EEM can be used to deploy scripts in other systems, and as a result, compromising EEM can lead to the hijack of every system connected to Solman via remote code execution. SAP initially issued a patch for this CVE back in March 2020. However, for any servers left unpatched, there is now a heightened risk of compromise with the public release of a working proof-of-concept exploit code. Dmitry Chastain released this proof-of-concept for CVE 2026207 as a project for educational purposes. The researcher in question said the script checks and exploits missing authentication checks in the SAP EEM servlet. According to researchers, hundreds of requests have already been detected in the wild, likely from newly developed automated tools, and are probing for SAP systems still vulnerable to this critical vulnerability. The requests are mainly coming from Europe and Asia, and a variety of IPs have been documented so far, but due to the fluxing nature we can speculate that many belong to publicly available proxies. If the initial patch has since been applied, there is apparently no need for concern, as the proof of concept does not circumvent or suppress the patch in any way currently known. However, if the security fix is yet to be implemented and Solman's setups are exposed online, the creation of an automated exploit tool should spur admins to resolve this security flaw as quickly as possible. While exploits are released regularly online, this hasn't been the case for SAP vulnerabilities, of which publicly available exploits have been limited up to this point. The release of a public exploit significantly increases the chance of exploitation, since it also expands potential attackers to not only SAP experts or professionals, but also to script kiddies or less experienced attackers who can now leverage public tools instead of creating their own. The US Department of Homeland Security's Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, or CISA, have issued a warning to companies to better protect their cloud-based accounts after several recent successful attacks. According to the advisory published by CISA, an increasing number of attacks have succeeded as more employees have begun to work remotely with a variety of corporate laptops and personal devices during the COVID-19 pandemic. CSER have observed that the attackers have used a variety of techniques, including phishing and brute force login attempts, to exploit human weakness and the security configuration of corporate cloud accounts. In one particular case described in the advisory, an organization failed to require the use of a VPN when accessing its corporate network, and the intentionally lax configuration designed to make it easier for remote workers to access systems left the organization's network vulnerable to anybody to access through a brute force login attack. In other instances, malicious hackers had been seen phishing for users' cloud surface account login credentials through email phishing attacks which claimed to link a secure message hosted on a legitimate site which required users to log in. After the targeted recipient provided their credentials, the threat actors then used the stolen credentials to gain initial access to the user's cloud service account. The actors' logins appeared to originate from multiple foreign locations, though the actors could have been using a proxy or Onion router to obfuscate their location. The actors then sent emails from the user's account to fish other accounts within the organisation. In some cases, these emails included links to documents within what appeared to be the organization's file hosting service. Perhaps most interestingly of all, CISA warned that it had seen evidence that cybercriminals had successfully bypassed the highly recommended security measure of multi-factor authentication to compromise cloud service accounts. In the cited case, CISA said it believed the malicious hackers may have used a pass-the-cookie attack to waltz around the MFA protections. It is worth bearing in mind that Although multi-factor authentication is undoubtedly an excellent way to harden your security and make it harder for criminals to break into an account, it does not make it impossible for a determined attacker. 
And while it is clear, through recent examples such as this, that attackers can circumvent MFA through social engineering and technical attacks, that does not mean that it should not be employed. In Microsoft's own words, your account is 99.9% .9 less likely to be compromised if it is using multi-factor authentication. The key component of this seems to be the ever-present issue of cybersecurity training. We need to ensure users still need to be cautious that they are only entering their multi-factor authentication codes on genuine sites, and not on bogus sites created by an attacker in an attempt to steal and use them for their own ends. Once they have gained access to a company's cloud-based service, a cybercriminal has many tricks up their sleeve, including being able to gather information about an organization, exfiltrate data, attack the systems of other employees and partners, and set up mail forwarding rules to continue access to sensitive information, even if the login credentials are later changed to block future access. Thank you very much for listening to the sci Security Threat Intel Weekly podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us to discuss anything outlined here. And thank you very much for listening.